Hi, hello, I'm Pastor Lee. I'm super, super, super excited that you joined me this evening for Bible Suffering Tuesday. Now, as you well know, we are running a series on In Him, In Christ Revelations, uh, which is an expose on Ephesians, the book of Ephesians in the Bible. I won't go back to give you a recap of what we've done because it's going to eat into our time this evening, but I'll really, really, really urge you to go to our website and catch up on our podcast. Um, look for Active Word Podcast. Just search for Active Word Podcast on any podcast platform that you are using right now to listen to your podcast and you'll find us and you can catch up on this series. This is the fourth um, part in this entire series and we are still on chapter 1 verse 17 but graciously we are going to move a bit forward today from um we're going to make take a, a leap today and possibly by the help of the holy spirit we are going to tie up this entire series on sunday on sunday so it's going to be exciting so join me same time on sunday when we t- so I go to tie up chapter one of the series on Sunday by God's grace. I trust God and the Holy Spirit that we will tie it up on Sunday. And I'm going to read from verse 17. The Bible says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that the eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we might know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints awesome scripture i love the scripture so there's some words i want to point out to you here number one the spirit of wisdom he asks for three things that god should grant this church and of course the church the universal church of jesus christ he asks three things to be granted them the first is the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him secondly that the eyes of their understanding being enlightened that they may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints three things spirit of wisdom spirit of revelation that he grants them enlightened eyes he should enlighten their eyes spirit of wisdom spirit of revelation enlightenment of their eyes that they may know what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints i love this verse i love this verse and like i said um on sunday and i've been saying this prayer that paul prayed here changed my life it changed my life totally it changed my life totally you know i used to be i've been a christian almost all my life and um i was just a nominal christian my eyes was not enlightened to know some of the things that Paul 
was trying to teach the Ephesians church in this scripture. A lot of things he opened up to them. And he said he prayed this prayer for them so that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened. For instance, in this book of Ephesians, he talked to them about their heavenly riches, how God has blessed them in heavenly places. In this book of Ephesians, he also opened up to them exactly what happened when Jesus died. He said that Jesus died, but he first descended when he died on the cross. He descended to hell and he defeated Satan in hell. And he showed them a lot of things that happened behind the scene of Calvary. He took the Ephesians church, not just to the cross. He took the Ephesians church beyond the cross. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of Christians got to the cross of Calvary, gave their life to Christ, and they are stuck at the cross of Calvary. So they've lived their life as a nominal Christian. They'll repent, they'll rise, they'll fall, they'll rise, they'll fall. All their Christian life has been spent at the foot of the cross. And this is beautiful. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, coming to Christ, coming to the cross, I've already taken you out of darkness. I've already taken you out from the kingdom of darkness. And I've plunged you into the kingdom of his dear son. Of his dear son. So, this is beautiful. It is awesome. But, Paul, in the book of Ephesians, opened our eyes to the fact that God did not save us just to go to heaven. That God did not save us just to be and remain at the foot of the cross. But rather, God saved us for something greater. God saved us for a, saved us and called us to a higher calling. There is something beyond just salvation. God, remember, God has saved us and he has returned us back to Eden. Not only did he return us back to Eden as Adam was before Adam sinned, he took us a notch higher. Adam did not have God living on his inside. In this place, God showed us, rather Paul showed us in this, in this book of Ephesians that we are not just men, men. That salvation or the work of Jesus Christ on the cross did not just return us back to the way Adam was before he sinned, but rather the work of Jesus Christ on the cross took us to a different level. That's why I said we are not ordinary. A Christian is not a mere man. A Christian is not ordinary. A Christian is superhuman. Hallelujah. Because right now, in the book of Ephesians, we're going to get there very soon, Paul let us know that God is living on our inside. This is awesome. Not only that, when we go further in the book of Ephesians, you will see something as Paul showed the church in Ephesus. He also let them know that not just is God living on their inside, that there is another kingdom that we are at war with. That this kingdom is defeated, but we need to stand our ground to ensure their defeat. He let us know there's another kingdom that has been bringing evil here on earth. This kingdom and the head of this kingdom have sold a lie to the world that 
everything wrong with the world is from God. That God is sovereign, so everything going wrong in the world is done or permitted or allowed by God. But uh, 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 Paul showed us, gave us insight that truly God is good. God is love and no evil comes from God. But that there is an evil one that is running an evil kingdom that they are the ones perpetrating evil here on earth. But sadly, a lot of us don't know about this kingdom. That is why this prayer is so important. He said, hey, grant this church, grant the universal church, grant the believers eyes that they can see, enlighten their eyes, give them the spirit of wisdom. So when this knowledge is unveiled and uncovered, that's God's word, they can apply it rightly in their life. So they will have success and live in success here on earth. But you will not know all these things until your eyes become enlightened. The enlightenment of your eyes is the key to unlocking this revelation. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now see what the Bible says. You know, there's a, there's, there are two scriptures or two verses uh, that Jesus spoke about. He was talking and what he said was put in two verses. Uh, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6. And for a long time, I have pondered, pondered seriously about those two verses in the scripture. For a long time, I've asked the Holy Spirit, show me, show me, show me, open my eyes that I might understand what my Lord Jesus Christ meant when he said these things. For a long time, usually if there are some scriptures that I don't fully understand, I always carry those questions in my heart. Because when I carry them in my heart, the Holy Spirit will answer the questions of my heart. Remember I said, he will not just do what you ask, he will do your thoughts, the things you are thinking. So I carry them as questions in my heart. I think about them. I brood about them. When I go to read my Bible every day, I pray these scriptures. And if you're listening to me, start praying these scriptures before you study your word. Usually if you have the habit of studying God's word every day, as you should if you're a Christian, pray this Ephesians chapter 17. Pray this Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 and verse 18. Always, before you open your Bible to read, Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation. Ask that your eyes to be enlightened, that you might see and that you might know. I always do that prayer. And recently, God showed me something from those two verses. And I was like, wow. I'm not saying that this is all there is to those two verses. But I'm saying that I caught a glimpse by the help of the Holy Spirit. For the very first time, those two verses made a little sense to me. And I'm going to read the two verses for you. It's in Matthew chapter 6, 
verse 22 and 23. Jesus speaking said, The lamp of the body is the eye. He said, If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. And I said, If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, and I said, How great is that darkness? How great is that darkness? For a long time, like I said, this scripture was just <laughs> an enigma for me until the Holy Spirit opened my eyes. Now, see some other things. I'm going to share what the Holy Spirit showed me from those two verses and we'll end today. Then join me on Sunday as we tie up chapter 1. Hallelujah. Now, see what the, Bible, what the Holy Spirit showed me. He says first, that if you read that entire chapter 6 of, of Matthew, then you will notice something. You will notice Jesus speaking in dualities. First, he started with... Um, he started, he started, he started with those talking was talking about the the pharisees and the religious leaders how they come out in the open to pray so that people will see them so he was talking about praying in the open or praying in the public and praying in the secret place so you see the duality the comparison then he went on he after that he talked about laying up treasure in heaven and treasure here on earth see the duality then he went on again he spoke about uh, in the last prayer, what he was he was teaching them how to pray. He said, "Hey, if you don't forgive those that have sinned against you here on earth, that your heavenly Father will not also forgive you of your sin." Duality. He went again. The one I like so much. He talked about serving God and serving Mammon. He said you cannot serve God and serve Mammon at the same time. In other words, you cannot serve two masters. So you can see the principle of duality in play. Now, if you also read this place we just read, you will also see that principle also in play. Number one, the lamp of the body is the eye. The lamp of the body is the eye. Hallelujah. So you will see he talked about, you see, he talked about first um, um, light. Say if your, if your eye is good, your body will feel of light. If your eye is bad, your body will be in darkness. He talked about light and darkness. He talked about light in the eye and darkness in the eye. He talked about, you know, if your eye be bad, he not talked about your, your body will be full of darkness. But if your eye is good, that your body will be enlightened and your body will be full of light. So what was Jesus talking about here? See what the Holy Spirit told me. The Holy Spirit just told me that this is exactly what Paul was writing about. Not just in this place in Ephesians chapter 17 and 18. He also talked about it in Corinthians. Even Jesus himself spoke about it in Revelations when he appeared to Apostle, Paul, Apostle John. So it is everywhere in the Bible. What is this? What are they talking about? You can be a Christian. You can be a Christian. But your eye or your eyes is bad. He's not talking about your physical eyes. He's talking about the eye of your spirit. You can be a Christian. 
but the eye of your spirit is bad. That's why Paul said, I am praying for you. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a Christian. Yes, you are not a member of the church. But I am still praying for you. Because being saved it is, is not enough. There is something else I am asking God to give you. First, the spirit of wisdom. Secondly, the spirit of revelation. I'm also asking God the Father to give to you enlightened eyes that you may see. So a lot of Christians are living life but their, their eyes are not enlightened. The eye of their spirit is not enlightened. The eye of their spirit is still bad. It's still bad. So there is something, there is a process that they need to go through to do what? Lighten their eyes. This process starts or works together with studying of the word and prayers. Studying of the word and prayers. That is why you just don't read the Bible as like you're reading a novel. It will just be words that will not make meaning. But when you pray this prayer, activating, employing the Holy Spirit of God that is already in you, activating it to unlock the mysteries in the Bible. Paul talked a whole lot about mysteries. These mysteries, we are words written by prophets. We are all written in the Bible. If the Holy Spirit does not unlock it, it will be like a novel. The Bible will be like a novel. It will be like a book. But when you read the Bible with the eye of your understanding, enlightened, hallelujah, it ceases to be like a book or a novel. You will start seeing things. All of a sudden, the word is in one sentence will mean a lot to you. The word I am will mean a lot to you. One word from God's word will unlock floods, a deluge of revelation that will hit your mind. Because right now, your eye of your understanding has been opened. Because right now, the eye of your understanding has been enlightened. You are now glimpsing into the heart of God. What God had in his heart when he inspired the writers of whatever book of the Bible you are reading at that time. This is what this is the prayer God Paul was praying for the church. This is exactly what Jesus was saying. Remember, he was talking and preaching at the Sermon of the Mount. A lot of people were gathered. You know, a lot of Pharisees and religious leaders were gathered. He, he was the ones, they were the ones that he attacked at the beginning of chapter 6. That he's the one who pray in public. That they pray in public. He's allowed to pray in secret. And all that. So religious leaders were listening to him. And he's telling them, yes, you are religious leaders. But your eye is dark. Your eye is bad. You need enlightenment. You need for your eyes to be open. Because if your eyes were enlightened, they would have recognized him as their savior. They have read the law all their lives. But they could not tell that this man walking the streets of Palestine at this time 
was the Son of God. They needed that enlightenment. And it's exactly what Jesus was talking about here. That until their eyes be enlightened, they will not uncover the mysteries of God. If their eye, <laughs> if your eye is bad, your whole body, like Jesus said, will be full of darkness. So you see that duality I spoke about. Light and darkness. Good and bad eye. Light in the eyes. And darkness in the eyes. So something happens to the eye of your spirit when it becomes enlightened. Something happens. All of a sudden, you will stop seeing things on face value. All of a sudden, things walking around you start making meaning. All of a sudden, when you see Satan trying to steal and destroy, you can tell it is Satan. You see beyond the ordinary. You start seeing the causative factor. You start seeing the spirits that are walking behind this person, walking behind that person, walking behind this thing to stop you from actualizing the miracles, from actualizing the things God has said you must actualize in his word. So you stop blaming the smoke and you learn how to put off the fire. What that happens to a lot of Christians because their eyes are not enlightened. They spend time putting off smoke instead of putting off fire. You know, Paul, again, speaking about this. Well, first, let me read Jesus' own. In Revelation chapter 3, he was speaking to the church in Laodicea. He said, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in fire that you might be rich, white garments that you might be clothed, and that the shame of your nakedness be not revealed. He now said to them, and anoint your eyes with eye salves that you may see. He's not talking about these eyes. He's talking about the eye of your spirit. When you anoint it with eye salves, it pops open. When you pray for the spirit of wisdom, for the spirit of revelation, that your eye be enlightened, all of a sudden, it pops open. You realize right now who you are in Christ Jesus. It pops open and you realize right now what you have in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. It pops open. You realize where you are sat. I'm going to talk to you about that on Sunday. Don't miss Sunday service. Where you are sat right now in him. Far above principalities of power. All of a sudden, your eye pops open to what you can do here on earth. Because Jesus, before he left, handed to us power, handed to us his authority, and he told us to go. We need to occupy earth till he comes. We need to enforce the kingdom of God, the will of God, the plans of God, the purposes of God here on earth till Jesus is coming. Till Jesus is coming. We need to do it. But you will not know all these things till the eye of your understanding. Enlightened till your eyes pops open, you will not realize it. That is why this prayer is so important for every Christian. You need, you need, you need to make this prayer a lifestyle. This is one prayer you must pray every day. 
and your life will totally change. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to God. Now, see Paul also writing to the church in Corinth. Says something in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 6. He said, but if our gospel is hid, it is veiled to those who are perishing. He said, if this gospel, if this word that we've brought is hid, that people cannot tell, cannot uncover what this gospel is all about. He said, it is covered, hidden to those who are perishing. He said, whose minds the God of this age has blinded. Now, not only those that are unbelievers is our gospel hidden, the mysteries of the gospel, the mystery of the new covenant Christian, the new covenant, the new covenant realities can also be hidden to Christians themselves because their eyes have been veiled. I know I keep using myself as an example. I used to be like that. I was, my eyes were veiled to the things Christ has done for us. Though I've been a Christian all my life, nobody taught me. Nobody showed me how to uncover it. Nobody taught me this prayer I am teaching you from Ephesians 1 verse 17. Until I met a man that taught me this, my whole life changed. That's why forever and ever, I am forever grateful to this man that showed me this mystery. He also showed me, pointed me to Kenneth Hagin, and I read his books. My mind exploded. I was like, what? So I've been a Christian all these years, and I did not know what I am capable of. I did not know. It's just like you are driving a Bugatti Chiron or the fastest car in the world right now, SSC Tuatara. And you only drove it from your house to the office with 30 miles per hour every day. You never knew the power of that car. You never knew that car had a 5.7 liter engine with over a thousand five hundred brake horsepower. You never knew that car could do zero to sixty in less than two seconds. You never knew the horse thousands of horsepower that was under the hood. You only used that super. If I is a hypercar, you only use the hypercar to go to work driving 30 miles per hour yet that car can do 330 miles per hour speed you never unlocked it this is exactly how a lot of christians are they never they lived life here on earth died went to be with the lord and never unlocked their potential i just don't want to be like them i'm sure when they get to heaven and their eyes pops open to what Christ has done for them. Their ability, their capability that they had while here on earth. And they never unlocked it. What kind of regret do you think they will feel? What kind of regret? You have all this power trapped on your inside. But you never knew it. Why? The eye of your understanding was never enlightened. This whole point. See, whose mind is the God of this one have blinded? Who do not believe? That's for the unbelievers right now. Say, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. He now said, for we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ the Lord and ourselves, your bond servants, for Jesus' sake. For it is the God 
who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in your heart to give you the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So there's a light that shone from God into their heart that will reveal to them the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And I pray for this knowledge for you right now. Let this knowledge dawn on you. Let this knowledge, the revelation of who you are in Christ, in Christ's revelation of what you have in Christ, of what you can do in Christ. Let this revelation, I pray it now, to come upon you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, I bless these ones. I ask, O oh Lord, that your mighty hand be upon their lives. I ask for I serve. Father, I ask that you tear the veil from their eyes. I ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, O oh Lord, to shine into their hearts. Tear the veil, Lord, and lighten their eyes that they might know who they are in you, what they can do in you, what they have in you. In the name of Jesus, let them rise, O oh Lord, and become giants and put the enemy on the run. Let them rise, O oh Lord, and become giants and do your will and bring your kingdom here on earth. This is my prayer for them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Keep it there with me on Sunday. I'm going to see you on Sunday. Don't miss any of this series. Don't miss any episode of this series. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you've not. Follow us on Facebook so you always catch up with us. We are live every Tuesday and Sunday by 7 p.m. GMT and 6 p.m. West African time and 10 p.m. South African time and, te- not, and, and 9 p.m. South African time and 10 p.m. UAE time. Catch up with us if you're in the UK, in the East Coast. It is 1 p.m. Sundays and Tuesdays. Don't miss. Even if you miss any of the episodes, go back and catch up on the podcast. See, I love you. I'm going to see you on Sunday. If you are giving an offering, Father, I pray for those giving an offering. Bless them. I ask, O Lord, that you open up windows of heaven and rain on them blessings that they cannot contain. In the name of Jesus. Go succeed. Go prosper. For the Lord God is with you.